Hey, witches, it's Sacred Rebels! Hey, guys, if you are new here, it's nice to meet you. My name is Erica Lane, and I'm a spiritual coach who also reads astrological and human design charts. I'm also a Reiki master, a psychic medium, and I read tarot. And I'm Claire, a psychic medium, spiritual life coach that does tarot, house cleanses, astrology, and I'm also a Reiki master. So yeah, welcome to our week ahead podcast where we go over the astrology, human design, and tarot for the upcoming week ahead. So, So I guess to recap quickly over last week, uh... I'm going to say that if I had to pick the main thing I think that came up would be probably still that Mars square Pluto, which is hyping up over the weekend. So I feel like we're like, we're recording this on Friday. So we're probably kind of just now starting to like feel it, but I feel like that's probably the big moment of last week. (laughs) So we don't know yet. That's what that means. Uh, I guess what uh, do I, we know? I think that I I want to say just about last week, the first thing is that I felt like I had a hangover from that full moon for the good majority of it. Mm. And um, I definitely know and feel the shifts out of like retrograde shadows. Okay. Yep. Yep. No, that makes a lot of sense. I feel like I really felt that moon in Gemini as well. Like uh, just kind of all over the place, scatterbrained. Yeah. But then on a zoom, we were on a zoom for three hours that day and we got nothing done. Yep. Literally. Yeah. That's, and that's the kind of energy. And my daughter's a Gemini moon. So she was there was like literally one point where she was sitting next to me I don't even know if you knew this Claire but she was like sitting next to me and you were talking to me about something I'm really trying to pay attention to you and she literally just kept like tapping on my shoulder like really fast like like and not saying anything because she didn't want to interrupt but she was like physically trying to interrupt wow yeah that's that's Gemini moon for you guys yeah the moon the, the moon's been potent lately what are we in right now so uh right now it is cancer yeah so that's right we're going through the cancer moon thing as the whole uh mars square pluto thing starts and we're so talk about the mars squares pluto thing real quick just so we can i'm sorry if okay no that's fine uh, that uh, that actually is a great segue because it's we're still going to be feeling it on monday so that's a great kind of like transition uh so mars is the planet of passion anger war sex drive motivation and pluto is the planet of also power also uh anger like like mars and pluto have some similarities but pluto is more of a rebirth of a transformation of a digging deep into the layers and the psychology and the shadows and facing those things right so it's like that's where it kind of has that similarity between mars where it's like we're doing the thing we're transforming we're like you know we're doing it when these two square off we think of a square aspect same thing that's like tension and frustration 
And then we add in the signs to all of this. So Pluto, where all that shadow work is going on, that has been obviously working on crumbling these old these old things in society that are no longer working. So this is like, you know, rules that don't make sense anymore, traditions that don't make sense anymore, laws, hierarchies, um, systems, times, you know, rules, all those types of things. And then Mars, where it's at in Libra, is all about, like, I want to say not being, like, not letting those societal expectations stop you from taking action, stop you from doing the Mars-oriented things, because again, you know, it's like debilitated in Libra, so it's like it wants to take action, that square is going to add even more frustration to it, but then at the same time, it could fall into that tendency to be like, well, what will people think, and how could this affect others, and um, what's like, but you could also go into the higher perspective of looking at it like what's in, what's balanced, what's fair, you know, and, and be taking action in those types of ways. So yeah, I see, I feel like it's big also because Mars is ruled by the North Node right now. It's right on top of the South Node. Mar or Pluto wants transformation. So that shedding rebirth process is really highlighted here. There is, um, I think it was in the Quietest Revolution video that we, it, I think it was just like October eclipse season. It was labeled or whatever. Go watch it. It was amazing. She is a fucking uh, whatever. Uh, amazing. But one of the big things with this, it really felt like it was saying that these are all things that you've known that you've needed to change for quite a while. Like this fucking Pluto transit's been like 15 years, right? 2008. It's 2008. When the... Oh my God. And that's why I like comparing it to societal shit, too. Wow. I, I like what you just said and then put that in the context of, hey, 2008, remember that big when financial crisis we had? Yeah. Like, did you start thinking about what you wanted to do at that time? Or are you still trying to work for the man? Are you still trying to, you know, be that cog in the wheel? Or did you, you know, throughout this whole shedding process of Pluto through Capricorn should have been teaching you. What is my hierarchy? What are my values? What do I want to be building wow. the mountain of success? Like, fuck working for these other guys, you know? Fuck following these traditions and these rules and these societal expectations. Yeah. Which is, like, then once Pluto transits into Aquarius, it, that's why it's saying, like, you, you know you should have been doing this shit. Because once Pluto goes into Aquarius, it's like, all right, full-fledged ahead, like, all of humanity is transforming. Where the fuck are you? Are you left behind, you know? Like, we're moving ahead. We're moving into the future now. Yep. So, and I also wanted to point out with that, too, that I went and looked the last time that Mars squared Pluto was when Mars was in Aries, July of 2022. So this was before the node shifted, right? So it wasn't even as powerful at that point. Um, but looking at the news on that day, that was when we had all of these abortion ban things starting with the protests. That was when we um, appointed our first female Black Supreme Court justice. And at the same time as she was being appointed, uh, other Supreme Court judges, the more Republican side of things, were uh, putting more restrictions on our abilities to 
to uh, monitor greenhouse, greenhouse gases and make a change in the environment, right? So we can kind of see like these little uh, hints, I guess, at this struggle of war kind of taking place between the old way and the new way. And this one coming up here this weekend is like intensifying that like even more, like what are we gonna do here? What was the date of that in 2022? It was July. I feel like I saved it when I looked at it. It was oh. July, like around Ju the beginning of July of 2022. Okay. So yeah, big stuff. I'm excited to see how yeah, that's going to play out. <laughs> so that's part of Monday. <laughs> yes. Ah. So, yeah, what else is going on on Monday? It would be Monday the 9th. The 11th. Oh, what? What? Wait, what? You're right. This I must have did something wrong. Yeah. I did it. I did it wrong. I didn't go back. Aha. Okay. So, yeah, October 9th, Monday. So, the moon is still in Leo at this point and it makes a trying to Chiron and then the North Node. So that's what's going on with the moon. It's kind of uh, making us emotionally feel out that Leo energy of that Venus retrograde, having us emotionally feel out these identity wounds, again, having us emotionally feel out where we wanna go with that, like what is in alignment with what we feel is our true identity, um, more, just more fire identity know yourself type energy and uh, how you are healing and how you are taking action going forward. That's one thing that I guess I've been really contemplating with all of this going on as well is like, how, how long do I want to stay in this state of like, I'm healing, I'm working, I'm trying, I'm yeah. doing all this versus like what I'm actually like doing, like taking initiative on and that fire energy. You want to take gotta action. Let go and flow. You just got to flow sometimes, man. So I wanted to point out that on Monday, because it's Sunday, it looks like at about 9-ish p.m. or whatever, is when Venus moves into Virgo. So Monday, we have the first full day of finally being out of Leo. But we have that moon, so we're going to be processing those emotions. Leo is loud. Leo likes to be the center of attention when it comes to the emotions. Libra, however, doesn't like to cause a ripple. Cause so, a scene. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. a very inwardy feel. I think yeah. emotional expression would be good for Monday, you know, like whether, like, however yeah. that looks for you, like some way to kind of express or your emotions. Or painting. Yeah, painting, writing, singing, dancing, mm -hmm. uh, playing, like all these kind of Leo traits that you can get into because, yeah, once, so I have that written down too, that Venus is now in Virgo. As soon as Venus moves into Virgo, however, it's opposing Saturn in Pisces. So this can give you kind of like this restriction kind of feeling of like, 
Because remember, Venus has also been in its shadow phase, too, all the way back through Leo again. So now that it's, like, in Virgo, it's also fully out of shadow. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I feel like it's, like, kind of, like, I, I know what I want. Now I need to, like, come up with the plan to get what I want, right? Like, I need to be a little bit more strict and look at my responsibilities and, like, these responsibilities are coming from a higher place. So it's still got that like spiritual feel to it. Like I'm called to this. I'm um, like, this is my purpose. And now I really need to get clear about like how I'm going to do this, like how I'm going to come forward, how I'm going to embody these things that I realized about myself while the moon's going through Leo, having you, giving you the ability to express, express it. Right. Right. So I have a question because there's a part of me and I think it's <clears throat> becoming more apparent, apparent, whatever <laughs> of whatever. Okay. Um, the laziness factor that is wanting to come into play. I feel like on Monday, because of maybe the opposition to Saturn, that there is a like, I deserve a break. You know? Well, that goes into, again, these higher, lower expressions. Because, like, for me, when I look at it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to feel really motivated on that day. Because, like, Mars square Pluto, uh, you know, Venus opposed Saturn's, like, responsibilities and, like, these higher callings and stuff like that. But I can see where you're coming from, where that might feel like so much pressure that you're just like, ah, fuck that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to do that. And then you could escape. You could escape. Uh, yeah yes but a lot of it is what I was just gonna say probably that I just realized my Venus is in Pisces so that is the opposite like everything is it is a lot so but that's cool because that means that you're gonna be looking at your like what you value from the opposite direction so you're gonna be able to see it a little bit more clearly you know Um, And I think that that's kind of actually what this is. It's you seeing it more clearly. So like you're able to kind of emotionally process these things. I want to, I'm also seeing it as like creativity coming together with this logic plan. Like I've got the creativity, Venus retrograde. Thanks for that. You know, high five to you. Uh, But now Virgo comes in. It's like, let's fucking come up with a plan for this. Like, yeah, you've got this great idea. Now let's make like a fucking spreadsheet or a, or a graph chart or like a, a schedule like I did, right? Like, let's come up with, like, some kind of thing that's going to help you actually, like, stick to this. Okay. Yeah, Venus and Virgo has to be very fucking productive. Like, when I have clients that have Venus and Virgo, I always go to them immediately, like, okay, you definitely have a list in your head of what you want as the perfect partner, what you want as the perfect job, what you want as how you make your money and like what that means in the long run. Like that is them having their shit together. Venus and Pisces (laughs) does not have their shit together. (laughs) We're like, this feels good right now. (laughs) Oh, too. It's kind of like Venus is Venus and Virgo is also about the value of the details. Venus in Pisces, you know, is like the value of just like the woo-woo of it all, right? So so that comes together with Virgo and Virgo's like, 
yo, that's a great idea. Like I can really feel connected spiritually with that, but like, how are you going to do it? Like, let's practically get clear about this. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that actually. I think it's like, it's going to be good, but yeah, a little challenge. You can either ride like surfboard ride this pressure or succumb to it. You know, that's your Mm -hmm. option for Monday. What you going to do? You're going to, you're going to allow it to motivate you or are you going to crumble under the pressure? Okay. And crumbling so. doesn't have to be a bad thing. I have to say that. that. That's why I felt like, oh, maybe I need a break. Like, that could be you, whoa, there's a lot to do. Let's fucking take a day off and process through it. Whatever, you know. Doesn't have to be yeah. a bad thing. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, you got to use your intuition, kind of figure out, like, it's kind of like that in the moment, what I need, you know? Yeah. Yep. And the mutable energy of Virgo also is like the reason why you're structuring something is to allow you to go with the flow better. You know, that's where Virgo can kind of yes. take it too far to that extreme. It's like, yeah, the details are important, but you can't over detail things. And le- then you're constricting yourself, you know, then you're, you're like strangling the value out of it, yeah. the beauty out of it. Not fun anymore. Yep. Yeah, there you go. That's that should be like a keyword for Virgo. Uh, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I found a video the other day um, where I was talking about something, and I and it was Virgo energy, and I was like, oh, what a vibe killer. Yeah. See, but see, that's why these all these signs work together. You know, Virgo can take yeah. what Leo did and make it more practical, or it can just strangle all the creativity and fun out of it. You know. Ooh, yep. Okay, so Tuesday, October 10th. So now the moon enters Virgo and conjuncts Venus as it's still opposing Saturn. So now after we felt out that Leo energy again for like, you know, like, ooh, let's just really feel this out one more time. Now we're really feeling into that. Like, yes, yes. Uh, The work, by the way, guys, when we say work, Like, I love how Claire said it's not a bad thing, right? Because work in this context means you embodying your spiritual principles. So, like, if your spiritual principle is that, like, you you really believe in fairness, then this is, like, how am I going to embody that? Or if you really believe in, like, I mean, it could even be, like, social causes. Because I also think of, like, Pisces as in, like, the shadow of society, right? So it's, like, you might realize, like, there's so many starving people out there. Okay, how are you embodying being a light for that then? What are you doing? You know, like that's kind of this duality as well. Yeah. Um, and then as that's going on, the sun starts its tighter opposition to Chiron. So now we're really shining a light on that identity wound pain, that shadow of agitation, that gift of initiation, you know, like taking action on things that have been agitating you. Um, Yeah. Have you, do you have anything else to say about that whole agitation thing? Like have you as an Aries moon, I've just been wondering like, how how your how your emotions deal with agitation like how does that feel inside of you so I believe because this is hilarious um this is what came to my mind I am agitated all the time 
I am constantly like, like all the time, I feel like. Um, But I guess one of the best ways to describe it, and I think it's because of my Pisces energy, whatever, um, Venus and Mars and Pisces, I like, for example, like if I'm standing in line at, okay, where was I? It was at Aldi. I was at Aldi the other day. And there was this person that was like, this guy only has one thing. Um, He can go ahead of me. And then they like looked at me, but I already had all of my stuff on the, on the fucking thing. And she like had one thing in her hand already. And I was just like, I imagined his head exploding. Okay, that's it. That's interesting because I I'm hearing you say it's like more of like an in the moment thing as to where my head's kind of been feeling like it's like it's like those things that you kind of I just saw this somewhere. Oh yeah, it was a friend of mine on Facebook. She posted this thing that said like when you get this emotion about something, like let's say it's anger, you're like I'm really angry about this, and then you're like this is silly. Like why am I so angry about this thing? Like I shouldn't be angry about that. But really, like, behind the scenes, it's actually, like, a compilation of that same little moment happening over and over and over and over again. And that's why it's agitating, because you're not only feeling it in the moment, you're feeling, like, all so the many different of versions of it. Yeah. Yes, so yes, then yes. I think that the, initi- the initiation part of it is, like, you got to really figure out what the root of, like, why this is. At. Like, it's almost, I feel like it's, like, that thing that kind of just eats at you. Yeah. You know, like, what's the root of that? So you can really cut it off you know like Mm -hmm. a lot of it is uh for me lately is tied to my worth um so a lot of things like in that moment where it was you know like a fucking older white male like totally didn't give like you know just that vibe and there was a part of me where I wanted to be like oh okay yes go ahead oh oh, yeah you know like and I'm like no, I don't fucking want to anymore. I, I, I'm already, it's already, I'm already here. Fuck off. You know? So that's why I just, the creativity in me, the Pisces, I think just is like, well, let's make this fun and entertaining and imagine his head exploding and then just turn around and pretend he's not there. Ooh, do you feel like that released it for you in that oh, moment? Oh yeah. 100%. Yes. Yeah. Cause I would say similar for me. It's been more me trying to like execute a plan, but it is kind of that same feeling of like, God, this has been pissing me off for so long. Like I need to sit down and freaking change this like for good, you know? Mm -hmm. And it is a lot of same things within me too. Like realizing like, oh, I don't do that because deep down inside I'm feeling this way, even though I'm trying to pretend I don't, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So And I think, too, by the way, the opposite of that is unease in the other side of things. So I think that's also in the moment. Like when you feel uneasy in the moment, it is agitating. You know, more of that happens and you can you like continue to ignore your intuition. It's just going to get more and more agitating. So also on Tuesday in the evening, Pluto comes out of retrograde. (laughs) Oh, Uh, fuck. Yeah, I didn't know that was happening. But it's still it's still as like Mars is squaring it right so like Tuesday so um think about this guys 
as Pluto in retrograde, it's that internal, that internal shadow work that, you know, oh, I'm done thinking like this. I'm done believing this. I'm done talking like that. Like I'm done having like, you know, beating myself up like this, whatever it might be. Uh, But when it goes direct, it's like, again, action, like doing something about it, Uh, transforming your outer reality. Yeah. (laughs) Not up or shut up. I said it backwards. Not up or shut up. Zombie land. Yeah. So. (sighs) All right. That happens at 9 p.m. Okay. So. The excitement of that, I have to go into that for a second. Scorpio energy, Capricorn energy, Saturn energy. We have been in that like restriction, pressure, and now finally we get to go forward. Finally, the change is going to start happening. Hmm. Yeah, I'm fucking excited. You're going to see, you're going to like start seeing the results of some of this inner transformation you've been doing, right? Yeah. Very cool. I agree. Okay. Okay, so Wednesday, October 11th, the moon is still in Virgo and it's making a trine to Jupiter. Um. All right, I got something good to say about this because I was actually thinking about this last night and I was going to make a post and I never did, so it must be for a reason. Uh, you know, Jupiter in Taurus, thinking about abundance and manifestation, thinking about all the things I say about Tor- Taurus representing form, making things into material reality. That's why I love Jupiter and Taurus, because it's like this, anything is materially abundant. And even with Uranus there, it's like we can also get innovative, you know, like we can imagine new things and go in new directions and stuff. One thing I've noticed I've been doing that I didn't realize until last night is that a good way to really tap into this Jupiter energy here is to get physical, right? So like, I have made a music playlist of all these songs that make me feel like I'm confident, like I'm in my bad bitch mode, you know, and I listen to that playlist when I'm needing to like get my head in the game or I light an incense or I light a cinnamon candle that, you know, really like, like ignites my, my flame, you know, kind of thing. And I do all these physical things around me to get me in that abundance mindset. And that I think is, Jupiter and Taurus. Wow, yeah. <laughs> to feel it, bef- yeah. To embody it as well, right? Like that's why mm-hmm. I've been coming up with like, oh, this is like this character, and instead of instead of being in that whole like, oh, I'm healing and I'm working on it, and I'm trying to like, no, how about I just say I am it until I really start to believe it, you know? Mm. And how better to say I am it than to physically make me feel like I am it, you know, however I can. That really, like, okay. And I know we're coming to the end of this energy because of the full moon on October 28th in Taurus, uh, super lunar eclipse, all that. Um, But that 
fully describes my whole last year and a half with the North Node in Taurus for me. I was all, all, all like, I am this bitch. And I showed up and I was. And dude, the amount of lucky things that was happening, the amount of things that was going on, like, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, see, I mean, there's something to it. And and yeah. that's cool, too, because, you know, we were looking at these Taurus energies with the North Node there. We still had Uranus there. But Jupiter, you know, Jupiter kind of came in later in the game. It was in Aries for a while. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that that's like, hey, you kind of you kind of acquired some tools throughout that. Like, now if you really learn how to apply it, you're going to have a lot of luck and abundance from that. Woo. Yeah. Very and good for me too because my fucking Jupiter is in Capricorn and now the Capricorn energy is finally set for free. Fuck yeah, dude, exactly. And and again, the moon the moon in Virgo trying Jupiter on Wednesday, it's like where's that plan? Like think grounding, think material, okay. think physical, think practical, you know? Hmm. And then in the evening, Mars enters Scorpio. And makes a trine to Saturn oh. and Pisces. So now we get a nice. Oh my God, aspect. Mars is getting out of Libra. Ah! I just need well, to Mars see that for a second. Mars and Scorpio, you know, like back to again, Don't just care. like major, major fucking transformations too. Like the action behind it. Like I do care. I have a lot of Taurus. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> But it's not it's not on top of my moon anymore. That has been a lot lately. I'm talking about myself. Okay. So no, Mars and Scorpio. Mars and Scorpio is ready to dig in, is ready to get mm-hmm. deep, is ready to fucking go there, ready to face the monster, ready to go into it's the, the dark. Golem. Ooh, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, where's my fucking precious? I'll go anywhere. I'll fucking do like I'll let my body waste away if I have to. I won't find that thing, you know? <laughs> yep. So uh action. And then it's Here making, we go. And then go. it's making that positive aspect to Saturn, right? Which has been kind of getting opposed up until now. Oh. So it's like you saw it from your value perspective, and now it's like here's that motivation like you know what you value you know what you need to do you know what your responsibilities are fucking do it yes good all right so thursday october 12th moon is still in virgo and now it's opposing neptune and then later on it'll try and pluto and it'll enter libra in the evening so on thursday we're just mainly talking about some moon stuff so as it as it enters the end of Virgo, we're we're you know feeling out these organization things that we want to take action on, and then it's gonna kind of like oppose our spiritual beliefs again, like maybe kind of giving you another little filter to put things through. Like, is this gonna help me stay connected with spirit? Is this gonna help me stay in alignment with spirit? Like, yeah, it's all good to have a practical plan, but you need to have a good balance of like. how much you're going to plan and take action on versus how much you're going to trust in the universe. Yes. And then that trying to Pluto again, transformation, transformation. You know, too, a big part of this, I think is like, as 
the societal structures are crumbling all around us. This pressure, this transformation going on within us individually is like, hey, you get to decide what we're going to rebuild. You know, like, let's just say that we don't need to sit around and be worried that the apocalypse is coming anymore. Let's say as soon as Pluto entered Capricorn, that was the fucking apocalypse. We're almost done with the apocalypse now. So what are, what are you going to do? Like, what do you want to see in the, in the utopia new world? And how, how can you show up from that place instead of showing up from the, oh, the world's ending and everything like tower, like it's been like tower moment all over the world, Right. Yeah. Especially but tower the pandemic. Moment, yeah, but tower moment is good. Tower moment means that yes. that shit wasn't built good. That's why yeah. it's falling. You yeah. know? So like how are you gonna What's build left? something? Yeah. Yeah. What's left is human connection. Not fucking money stuff. It's going to be a lot. This is going to be crazy. I'm excited to see. In the evening, moon enters Libra. And then we're going to be feeling all that again. And we're getting closer now to the new moon solar eclipse. So we'll just keep scooting on by that. And Friday, moon is still in Libra. And it's going to conjunct Mercury in its opposition to Chiron. So this is that say what needs to be said don't be afraid to be yourself don't let your identity wounds hold you back from saying what needs to be said this would be like that you know you really want to do something or you really want to say something I mean um and in the past you have you have suffered some kind of consequence from that maybe you were made fun of maybe you were ostracized maybe you were embarrassed maybe someone told you that you shouldn't say that like whatever it might be we're looking at that and saying like no it needs to be said i'm not letting all this shit hold me back and that was chiron what so that's mercury and the moon together opposing chiron okay in aries And then let's just get into Saturday because Saturday's the big day. That's October. Wait, pause for one second. That's okay. Friday the thirteenth, guys. Friday oh, yeah. the thirteenth, and we are going to have the Moon and Mercury wanting to say some shit. So just just be careful. Especially now that Mars is out of Libra. It's like you want to say all the shit you realize while Mars was in Libra, right? Like Mars oh, and Libra, God. so you're kind of noticing like this pisses me off and that pisses yep. me off and this fucking person needs to fuck off. And you know what I mean? You're like doing that. And then like, yeah, then it kind of makes this shift and it's like, fuck off. <laughs> like you actually <laughs> say it. So, uh, so yeah, for sure. Watch out for that. You know, Friday is also Freya's day. Doesn't Friday the 13th have a lot to do with yeah. Freya? Yeah. Yep. So it's like more divine feminine energy, more, uh, you know, in yeah, stepping Libra. into our power. Yeah. yeah. Venus. <sighs> mm. And I, I want to say too, and I'm going to get into this anyway, as we go into Saturday, I want to say too, when it comes to Libra balance, uh, a lot of people, 
I think, think about balance in a very surface level way. Uh, I'm a Libra rising. So I think I like, you know how we, we joke about these men on TikTok always thinking about the Roman empire. My Roman empire is balance. <laughs> like I'm always thinking about balance, you know, like whatever your rising sign is kind of sets up the tone for all your houses, all of your, like your whole chart. Right. So like in all these areas of life within my houses, I'm always thinking like, how can I get more balance here? And when you think of balance, if you think of it in like a more simplistic way of like, I guess maybe just like all or nothing or black and white thinking of like, this feels unbalanced, goodbye. This feels balanced, hello. Like, or like thinking of it as like, I need more hours of sleep or, I mean, then it could be things that are that simple and not practical. But I guess when we look at, let's look at the balance of the universe. You know, like the fact that the planets stay in such perfect balance of gravitational pull towards each other to where if it wasn't like that, if one planet went out of alignment, the whole fucking solar system would collapse. Let's think about the balance of the earth, like how there has to be just enough uh, energy to go around, just enough nutrients to be shared between different species. Uh, as we breathe out, the plants breathe in, you know, like there's this divine balance within everything. And if you can kind of take a moment to really appreciate that, it helps you realize that like, it helps you realize the beauty of everything. Like even though shit, cause even like, let's say in politics, like we really don't want to look at the balance there, but like Pluto through Capricorn, you know, it's, it's a uh, tower momenting these old structures to put things back into balance again. You know, it's mm. all balance, this feminine energy rising up. That's because it has been suppressed for far too long by masculine energy and the universe knows it needs to balance back out. So don't feel like this is like all on your shoulders. First of all, like to me, this is something that really helps me to trust in the universe of like, I'm mm. doing the best I can. I know yeah. when I'm being called on, the universe has got this. Look at this fucking balancing game that this thing is playing. Yeah. I can trust in that, you know? Like that's a miracle. It's all a miracle. It really is, all of it. So with that being said, <clears throat> when you think to this more intricate balance of your own life and as we're shedding this shit the unhealthy balance of libra is when you take yourself out of the equation to balance the environment so that could be like there's some tension building between you and another person what really needs to happen to bring this back into balance is you really need to say how you fucking feel you really need to confront this situation but if you don't do that then you might you might regain that balance in your environment meaning a no one screams at you b you don't get into a fight, you know, see, you don't have to face that uncomfortable feeling or that awkwardness of saying what needs to be said. But then at the same time, you're creating more imbalance within you. And when things are out of balance, that's like chaos, you know, that's when you get sick. That's when you get, you know, mutations occurring. That's when you get, like, even if you think about like these wars that have happened in the past, like this evil was spreading and taking over the balance, making the world sick. It had to, something had to happen. Some kind of big move had to be played out to bring it all back into balance again. And I think that these eclipses are like doing that in the greater world. So how can you also be doing that in your inner world? Yeah. So 
This new moon solar eclipse in Libra happens at 12.54 p.m. Central Time on Saturday, October 14th. It's only a few degrees away from the nodes. So, and it's on the south node. So this is a major release, major shedding, but it's also a new moon. So it's also intentions. It's also manifesting. It's also looking forward. And all of this is going on in gate 32. So like it's happening close enough to the south node to be in the same gate, but in different lines. So where the solar eclipse is happening is in line one, which means that we're really learning and understanding the message of this gate. And we're also only like taking practical advice to get us to that level of understanding. So like, I guess I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, we're We're not not fucking around anymore. With like people wasting our time, people, yeah, I get it. It's not fucking around anymore. Yep, yep. And then- it's in the um, it's in the spleen center, so this has to do with our intuitive knowing. Um, I I put down here too, like spleen is like that unexplainable voice inside of you that tells you to do it. Okay. And and you notice how that voice, that part of you that's like do it, you know, and and if you ignore it. It doesn't like happen again. Like it quickly goes away because it's a very in the moment. It's an in the moment knowing. Okay. Um. So another like part, like as we're shedding this area of our life, there could be conditioning in the center. Like especially if you have an open spleen in your chart, um, you might want to be like telling yourself over and over again, like I don't take responsibility. I'm afraid to be vulnerable. That's why I'm doing this, right? Because like when you don't act on those things in the moment, like that's why I don't. Like maybe that voice inside of me goes, do it. And I'm like, ooh, but that could be a lot of responsibility. And like, ooh, but I'd have to be really vulnerable right now. Like I haven't really quite gotten my emotions under check yet. So what if I like explode on them? Or like, what if I say the wrong thing? See? And then you think yourself out of acting on those things in the moment. So what you're saying is on this day of the new moon, we should not be making any big decisions. It's eclipse energy. It's not stable. It's you should be in the moment. Yeah. Like, you know, think about like, let's say, let's say a big tidal wave is coming for your town. Um, you know, you, your body is going to say fucking run now. Like that's, and I'm not saying it's going to be like that, but I'm just saying it's going to be kind of, kind of like that. It's like, whatever the fuck starts happening that day, you really need to be in the moment and just listen to that intuition. Okay. Um, so some other things about this gate, it's the instinct to adapt, change and carry on. It's the drive to follow socially accepted behavior Time changes what is the norm. So, like, basically what I'm saying here, and I also put, like, status quo. So, basically what I'm saying here is this intuitive knowingness in this particular gate has to do with, like, like kind of like, you know, how when you think of um, some mega wealthy people or, like, stock, stock market people, right? They kind of sit and, like, observe, like, trends, you know, and that's how they kind of, like, have that intuitive, like, oh, I'm going to bet on this because they can kind of see like, this is where things are going, you know? 
so it's like that because it's also it's also like tribal and like about like how you serve your your community kind of thing and I also think of like tribe as like you know like my family so it would be like oh well I know I want to keep my family safe and I know I want to keep my family secure so I have to kind of like watch the trends you know Maybe that's also kind of like how you feel about the news. Like you're like, I got to always watch the news. So that way I know if that tidal wave's coming in. Mm-hmm. Right. But then it's like, okay, but where are you putting your trust in that? You know, like mm. you also kind of got to like observe that. Like, am I trusting the news to tell me when I need to run or am I trusting in my own inner knowing? Um, am I trusting, am I trusting this, uh, this business coach to tell me how I need to run my business or am I feeling it out? Like, am I going like, Oh, this is, this is what I should be doing right now. Because the thing is, is like, we're not, we all might have like fortune telling energy about us, but we're not like, you know, like I, I love that when people say that to people who are psychics or they're like, Oh, if you're psychic, then like tell me how to win the lottery, you know, yeah. like it doesn't work like that. Again, it's that inner knowing in the moment, in the moment mm-hmm. that tells you what to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the other day we had a storm. It was Tuesday. Um, we had like a thunderstorm, whatever, and it was kind of out of nowhere. And I don't ever watch the news, and it was really weird. And I thought that it was really funny. Both of us were both like, "I guess I don't have the news." Like we both, <laughs> we both had the realization that like, "Fuck, what do we do if like there's something like that?" But what I was doing before was just laying in bed I was getting ready to go to sleep and then I let a bunch of other people because they saw the word of my town on the news and everyone was like are you okay are you okay are you okay and let all of that get to my head and I was like okay fine I'll go downstairs but my inner knowing I was like I'm okay nothing fucking happened nothing happened yeah 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 actually exactly the same for me too the only thing that was kind of making me like it was like when I actually went outside and looked at it but uh I kind of noticed that about like even like that's the cool thing about human design when it talks about your environment like I have one that's called valleys which they kind of describe as like sitting on the front porch like you basically want to like see what's going on you know and that's kind of what me and Danica were like going back and forth about because Danica's like in the basement now and my head's like I want to be able to like look out the window and like see a Mm -hmm. tornado coming at me I don't want to sit in the basement where like you know like isn't that weird how we all have our own little Mm -hmm. ways of like keeping ourselves safe keeping ourselves feeling okay Hmm. (sighs) so um yeah that's a really good example of this so also to a big part of this uh shedding process is that fear of failure a lot of the times that fear of failure is also what keeps you trapped and not acting on that inner voice, that inner knowing. Oh so it's like, God, if you trust yeah. in your instincts, um, like I, I also wrote here too, like it has the tendency to want to consider all aspects to a situation when it comes to preserving the well-being of the community. That is so Libra. Again, remember when I talked about that balance? Now let's think, how do you balance your tribe? your friends, your family, the people you live with, maybe it's your like community or the town that you live in. Like you keep that balance by like always worrying about what's going to take it out of balance. And that can really cause you to not act on things because you don't have this trust for that magical divine balance. I talked about that the universe has already got, you know, it's already got that down. All you have to do is trust in it and act on it in accordance, you know, Mm -hmm. that's how you create, create that exquisite balance. 
It's not something you do all by yourself. It's something you do in collaboration with spirit. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> so with that, the shadow is failure. So obviously that's what I'm meaning. We're shedding the fear of failure. That is the transformation. We're shedding the fear of failure to fully transform into this gift of the gift of this one is preservation so it's overcoming it's like trusting in that um intuitive spirit connected knowing of like i can preserve i can get through this um this is all happening this is all happening for me not happening to me right like that kind of comes up really strongly and then the city word and city is always like the state of being like the optimal state of being That is like, it's called veneration. And I remember I looked up the definition to this a while back and it was like someone who's highly respected. And when I read that, it made me think like, oh, um, that fear of failure, there's nothing to be respected if you never take action. But like, if you take action and you fail, but you preserve through those failures and like, you maybe do a little fucking around and finding out at the end of the day, when like you made it and you're successful, no one's going to look at you and go like, ah, they made like five mistakes. So fuck that person. Like, no, they're going to see what you created and the mistakes are even going to like be a part of the equation. They're going to say, this person's highly fucking respectable because they overcame everything that was thrown at them and they did it anyway. They didn't let that fear of failure keep them from following their dreams. Hmm. That was beautiful. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I want to read. I want to read the optimal expression, and then I'll move on from that part. So, the optimal expression is the awareness of what needs to be done to make a dream a manifested reality. Setting the stage preparation, being ready, the patience to trust that once the stage is set, the timing will unfold as needed to serve the highest good of all, to translate the divine inspiration into readiness. Yeah, that's action time. It's go time. Okay, so also as this as this new moon eclipse is taking place, we also still have Mercury exactly opposite to Chiron. We've done a lot of talk about this. It goes back into that spleen. That spleen feels like unease in this situation. And when you feel uneasy, then you also feel agitated. So like, see how like they go together, right? When they're in opposition. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, when you have that intuitive insight from your uneasiness, you need to be gentle with yourself, which will lead you to more intuition, more clarity. Uh, it's the ability to think clearly and make sound decisions. And where Chiron is, is in like the gate of shocking things, the arousing, that agitation that, that causes you to take initiative. Like when you described your story, like that was a situation that was kind of like, what the fuck? And it's like that shocking, like, why does this keep happening? You know? Um, so keep keep an eye on that because it's like showing you, you know, like trust that intuition, trust that gut knowing, take initiative, do something about this, have compassion for yourself, you know. And then Mars is still trying to Saturn as well. And this is, again, balancing this equilibrium that brings you more freedom it's projected. So it's like this knowing like you can see kind of like even with this tribal thing, it's like. It's just like this 
knowing of like even like about other people like I know that this is what you should do I know that this is where you should go but projected means like you know you can't be forcing that on other people either so like people might come up to you though and ask you hey where should I go hey what should I do hey I want to trust in your intuition and you get to decide if you're going to like you know give that out or not and and be helpful or not and then the generated part in the spleen is like that defense. So that's like that mama bear protective energy. So I think that's what it's saying. It's like, you'll kind of know when to act on it. Like if somebody asks you, you'll kind of be able again to trust in that of like, does it feel uneasy and agitating? Or do I feel like that inner knowing of like, I need to jump in and defend this and do something about this. It really feels like you're describing like the boy who cried wolf thing. So like, Ooh. it's like, okay we hear all these people all the time, like whine, 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 like cry, cry, cry. But when they, someone actually needs help, you're just going to know. Thank you. That's badass. That also goes into what we were saying about the news. Like maybe there's a lot of shock effect in the news that day. A lot of like fear mongering, kind of like what happened with this stupid phone alarm thing. Like maybe God. there's a lot of that going on and you have to, cause again, I keep saying like all this shit in Pisces, we can't fucking trust anything. The only thing you can wow. trust is yourself your intuition your personal connection with spirit so it's like you might see all the shit out there on tiktok and on social media and on the news and your friends might be calling you and everybody might be freaking out and you have to really just say like guys shut the fuck up i'll know what to do and when to do it like if the world's gonna end tomorrow i'll fucking know okay i'm going to bed <laughs> yeah and it's also like that preparedness it talked about too it's like some of those things help you to be more intuitive right mm -hmm. like if you already take care of some things you do have control over and that Virgo energy might help us with this like if you take care of those things that you do have say over then that helps you to be more in the moment and flow with this intuitive knowing yeah I want to say like eliminate distractions could be a big part of this as well. Oh, for sure. I mean, any kind of big moon energy, especially distractions are huge. Like, I mean, I, my brain is immediately going to like when I worked in, um, well, I could say the Humane Society or the hospice center, you know, like it was crazy all the time. And this isn't a full moon, but it's an eclipse, guys. Eclipse energy is eclipsing something out of your life. Uncomfortable. So whenever we think of solar eclipse too, this is eclipsing something related to ego, you know, something related to the more masculine. Um, yeah. Logic, you know. Like, who you think you are, what you think you logically know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I that's no why idea. we really keep feeling this, like, tug of war between masculine and feminine energies. Oh, my chair just, like, gave out on me. That was so scary. Oh, my God. It does that every once in a while. Yeah, like, it literally, like, once in a blue moon, I, I know it does. It just, like, and it comes out of nowhere, too. <laughs> Is it just like how far you lean back or something? I don't know. It's probably like huh. how much it like wiggles out and then it's, you know. Then it's all at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also just want to say too about this eclipse that like 
this is technically the first eclipse in the uh, Libra Aries axis. Yeah. yeah. So this is like a good little taste here, guys, of like what we we have to expect for the next year and a half. Um, yep. Remember that setting the stage we talked about, right? Wow. The universe is setting the stage for this transformation in, and it's all for this purpose of going in a more pioneering way, doing something that has not yet been done. So we have to shed a lot of fucking shit, fear of failure, you know, judgment, mm-hmm. other people's expectations, societal expectations in order to go somewhere where no one's ever been before. Ah, that'd be uncomfy. That's kind of something I think about a lot when I, um, like, I think about how we've done things in the past. Like, you're like, okay, we've tried capitalism, we've tried communism, we've tried socialism. And anytime you bring up, like, how about we come up with something new? Like, you know, it's 2023, let's come up with something new. And a lot of people come at you with like, either like, well, here's all the good things that have worked about capitalism. So that's why we should just keep doing capitalism. And then some people are like, communism, oh my God, that's horrible. Didn't you see all the bad things that happened with communism? Like, that's horrible. But it's like, no one stops to think like, what if it's something completely new? Why does it have to be something we've already done? Why can't it be something completely new and different? That's what drives me effing crazy about everybody right now. Like, why is everybody so stubborn about not looking at how things could be new and different? How we, yeah, that didn't work in the past. Why would we redo that then? Why, like, make America great again? Because of their ego. Why do we need to make it great again? Why can't we just make it better? They're too proud of what they've built. What they've done who they are now all ego and yep you're right and that's what's that's what we're we're finishing up here with pluto and capricorn you know Mm -hmm. it's like that's the tower moment like yeah you did you built this thanks for that but your time's over it's time for change it's time for new yep it's time for new ideas well well is it time for tarot because that makes sense yeah oh uh actually Wait, wait, just real quick. The only we we just finished off on Saturday. The only thing I wrote down for Sunday, though, is that the moon enters Scorpio and conjuncts Mars while it trines to Saturn. So just basically that after we get done with this whole Libra parade, um, we're going to be feeling out that Mars and Scorpio and Saturn again. So again, we're going to have this more initiative, this like little coming online, take some action. Uh, you have power. You can do this. Yeah, that's all. And now I'm done. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Okay, we got the fucking death card, guys. So that's the first one. When you draw death in a reading, it implies that a great transition is taking place. This is a tremendous time of dissolution, the dissolving of your old self. This could relate to previous understandings, emotional challenges, mental blockages or physical behaviors. As you begin to experience this change, you are invited to surrender and flow with it It, it, and to see where the metamorphosis takes you. Death is a passage, and what awaits you on the other side is a whole new you. Okay, so then um, the next one I got is divination. 
And this is in the seasons of the Witch Samhain. All right, cards, tea leaves, coffee, clouds, candlelight, flowers. There are dozens of ways to embrace the art of divination. A practice used to seek guidance from the divine and part, a part of witch's toolkit for centuries. It's a beautiful practice that can help you see beyond what is immediately in front of you. It can show you hidden dangers and gifts, provide new ideas, and shut down old ones. Divination is a way to seek advice of the powers that be while also showing hidden dangers and truths. If you have pulled divination, you are being asked to explore your ability to receive guidance from the earth and the divine. Now is the time to go deeper into your practice. You must learn to trust your own ability to feel your way into messages as well as your ability to interpret them. Interpret. Um, this card also means that there is a need to take more time to reflect. It can also be easy to get lost in the day-to-day -day without taking time to process everything you've been through. Yup. Something as simple as pulling a single card every day, either in the morning or in the evening, can help you make sense of the events that are around you. It can help you to see things that you've overlooked or considered something that you would never have done otherwise. Um, it says, oh man, there's a whole bunch of, okay, so there's ideas. Automatic writing, bone reading, candle reading, dreams, flower and herb divination, numerology, palmistry, runes, and scrying. So you figure out your own thing is what that's basically saying. But the next card is fucking tarot. <laughs> tarot card. This is crazy. This is literally like showing you what I said about I that. Like your connection with spirit is yes. your team to make these decisions, so you know? <laughs> Um, okay, so this is the witch's wisdom, so remember it has a little poem thing. Questions asks why, where, or what. With tarot by your side, you fear not. For guidance comes through clear and fast, revealing all that you have asked. This magic has worked with harm to none, so mote it be there it is done. The witch's wisdom, you have been distracted lately. That important messages are passing you by. You've called upon the guidance and have yet not stopped to notice or hear the answers that it's bringing in oh so many forms. Be still, breathe, and relax as guidance coaxes you to use your magic wand and light up the dark chambers within and reveal your natural wisdom. You have all that you need as tarot takes up its sword and offers you its cup of life to quench your deep thirst for answers. As you drink of its sweet nectar, you will find all of the advice and knowledge that you need for personal growth required to carry on. Your newly found insight will expand along with the age-old wisdom of the tarot and guidance to illuminate the way. Follow and trust the messages that are revealed, for they will point you in the right direction with the pentacle to protect you. So it says this um, tarot reveals the answers that you are seeking. Don't be so proud to ask for help. The signs are all around you. Look for them. Learn and study the tarot. You have a natural talent for reading tarot and delivering messages. Trust in your psychic abilities. You already know the answers. <clears throat> okay. So I'm starting another new thing um, in uh, honor of Freya. 
is I'm going back to runes. So this is the rune that we got today. And it is the initiation, the birth. It's actually supposed to be this way. Okay. All right. It says, let me just make sure that I'm reading it right. Okay. A heretic or a mystery rune pointing to that which is beyond our frail manipulative powers. This rune is on the side of heaven, the unknowable, and it has associations with the phoenix, that mystical bird which consumes itself in the fire and rises from its own ashes. Its ways are secret and hidden. Powerful forces of change are at work here, yet what is achieved is not easily or readily shared. After all, becoming whole means of it a profound secret. On the side of the earthly mundane, there may be, well, surprises. Unexpected gains are not unlikely. On the side of human nature, this rune symbolizes by the flight of the eagle, soaring flight, free from entanglement, lifting yourself above the endless ebb and flow of the ordinary life to acquire a broader vision. All of this is indicated here. This is the rune of questing. Another of the cycle of the runes, Perth stands at the heart of initiation. Nothing external matters here except that it shows you its inner reflection. The rune is concerned with the deepest stratum of being, with the bedrock on which your destiny is founded. For some, Perth means experiencing a psychic death. If need be, let go of everything. No expectations, no exclusions. Nothing less than the renewal of the spirit at stake. Yeah, guys, like, wow. Yeah. And I, I also noticed when you said that, by the way, the word initiation, that's the gift of where Chiron's at. The word wow. heretic, that's the line of where the South Node is. That's what I said about yeah. practical advice, you know, like, all of this shit in your head is a distraction. What can you fucking actually practically take action on? That's where Jupiter is. That's where abundance is, you know? Like, yeah, guys, like. This book was made on 1932, but this is a new copy, and it was published again in 1982. But 1932, guys. Ancient That's so fucking cool. Knowledge. It's not ancient. But no, runes are ancient as fuck in my Well, opinion. yes, yes, yes. I didn't mean 1932. That's like when my grandma, like, that's not ancient. I Oh, I get what you mean now. I get what you mean. But it's like those books written in 1932, because there's a lot of them, actually, that were based yeah. on very ancient knowledge. And I've mm -hmm. thought about that, actually, where I'm just, like, imagining, like, the 20s, 30s, and, like, the swingers, you know, like, aesthetic <laughs> and everything. But meanwhile, there's this lady in this back room that's just, like, writing a book about runes, Rune. you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah cool yeah yeah it was very so, like an, it was a very occult time i think a lot of things done in, in 30s secret. because it's exactly what's going on right now mm -hmm. whoa yeah. so guys this is a hard time we're here with you we're all struggling every single person that i've been talking to everyone is like ah yep i'm sorry it's a shit show oh my god yep can't do that oh it's a shit show like everything so you're not alone if you're feeling this i just want to say that but you are alone if you're not getting help so you can get help everyone shut has up or shut it. up yep <laughs> no that's perfect 
I agree. That is one thing that has been super word agitating again. Like you said, Mm -hmm. you know, people that keep bitching about the same thing, but they're not doing anything about it. Yep. Okay. Um, so, um, thank you guys. Thank you for watching. We hope that this all resonates with you. And if you're looking for more, please consider booking a combined session with both of us. If you're needing some guidance or insight in your life, booking like a sacred soul coaching session, this is going to set you in the right direction. Our years of combined experience just alone and knowledge just makes for this fucking magical journey. It really Um, does. Yeah. We also offer our own individual services as well. So be sure to check out all of our links in the descriptions below. Yeah, and support our podcast, guys. You can do that by liking, sharing, subscribing, and leaving us a comment. We also have our payment links set up in our link trees that are also linked down below. So if you want to throw a donation our way so we can make this podcast better and better and better, we would also not be opposed to that, of course. And Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, thank you, guys. We also, Claire, can you talk about Awaken the Witch for a moment? And then I think that's it. Um, yeah, so on October 20 the, 20 the 8th, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> on October 28th, we have Awaken the Witch Festival. This is an event where a bunch of local area healers, magical humans are all going to be. Um, it is very women focused and men are welcome. Oh my God. Yes. Anybody is welcome, but this is going to be a safe place for everyone to try out different things that they feel like they've wanted to learn about. Um, we're gonna, we're going to be offering a gallery reading at the end of the night and you have the opportunity to get a VIP ticket to like, check that out. Also, Um, There's a full moon ritual that we're going to be doing. It's going to be fucking cool because we're going to be in the most beautiful setting in the world. Not the world, but very in Nebraska, probably. Well, around here for sure. (laughs) No, it's really, really, really beautiful beautiful. out there. We should probably actually post more videos again. Well, that's a, yes, I was going to be making a picture or a thing. Um, I'm going to be making a thing for that. Whatever. Anyways, it's amazing. It's going to be a great day. Rain or shine come hang out with some witches be witchy allow yourself to explore and get lit up and understand yourself a little bit more that's the asking for help beautiful and i just want to add two things to that real quick one we are obviously open to men coming i just want to also say that if you are a man coming to this event just realize that you're coming to support divine feminine energy because that is what we're focusing on so like Mm -hmm. again nut up or shut up right get the fuck out if you're there to just make fun of us like that's not what it's for um secondly (laughs) secondly uh secondly if you want if you are you know curious about what claire and i do you have the chance to come to this event and get a super vip ticket and get a reading with us there's only one of those tickets left so again, oh. not up or shut up, right? No, I'm kidding. Like, but for real, yeah. like, it's only one ticket left. So if you want the perfect opportunity to meet us, get a reading with us, like kind of a like you private know, what reading. It is that we do. Yeah, a private. So this is for the private reading, correct? Mm-hmm. But it includes everything else. So then you're yeah. getting you're getting admission. You get access to all the vendors. You get access to the VIP section event. You get a goodie bag with stuff yeah. in it, like 
can't get better than that. Wag so bag. Like, whoop that up before it goes back. Yeah. Um, also, we need to um, say that this is pre-sale only. Mm -hmm. um, we haven't been publicizing that, promoting, I don't know. Um, but the day of, we're not just going to let anybody in. And if we run out of tickets, we run out of tickets. So if you want to get a fucking ticket, get it now. Yep. Yep. Okay. The only other thing that I have uh, coming up to say for announcements for Clairvoyant is on Friday the 13th, I will be on Spicoli's podcast. Um, and that is The Good Life. So check that out. Um, I just think it's called The Good Life Podcast. Let me just make 100% sure. Yep, that's what it's called. Uh, with Spicoli and DT. So on Friday the 13th, that gets launched off. So be sure to listen because it's a bunch of bro -y dudes. And I'm going to be in there shining my girliness. Love it. I'm so excited <laughs> for that. Okay, I actually do have one more thing. I'm sorry, guys. Also, for me, on my own thing, since Claire just so kindly yeah. reminded me about that, I have a new moon workshop coming up at Wild Red Yoga in Lincoln on the actual day of the new moon. Uh, uh, sorry, the new Bro. moon solar eclipse. Uh, so that's this Saturday from one to three at Wild Red Yoga in Lincoln. In, and we're going to be like really diving deep into all this stuff that I just talked about and like I am going to be giving you a practical you know thing to like here's what you can practically do to help make the most out of this energy and Brianna is literally getting your body moving and like doing some like you know yoga this like focused intention setting it's really cool when it all comes together so yeah come check that out as well yeah you can find that you can find that on my page yeah I share Excellent. it so. yeah, yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing all of those things that you're supposed to say. And uh, we'll check you next week. Bye.